to you live from Studio 401. It's the Go Talk Podcast. <laughs> Hey, yo, are we live? <laughs> yeah, I think we live. What's good, y'all? I'd like to thank y'all for tuning in to the Goat Talk Podcast. Man, it's um, it's a beautiful morning. Just woke up. Decided to let me go ahead and get straight to it. I'd like to thank y'all for tuning in again. And today's episode is going to be about... Oh, shit, excuse me. Today's episode is going to be about... Um, we're going to revisit... The top five currently. The, I have a, I have two lists. I have the consensus top five, which I'm gonna, which I feel like the consensus of everybody, and I'm gonna have my top five. I know I think I did this in the first season, but shit, since first season was like a beta test run, I decided to do it again. And shit, a lot of things have changed. The order has changed of the current consensus top five. And when I say consensus, yeah, I said like how I think the majority of people. The average fan, how I think they're top five, et cetera, et cetera. And I have a, my own different top five, which I'll probably do in a different episode. Maybe like a little bonus. But yes. But before we get into that, it's um, it's, it's a Saturday, so it's, yesterday was New Music Friday. It wasn't too much that caught my eye, just a few different singles. But um, uh, Steve Lacey got an upcoming album. But he got a, like, a pre, he had, like, um, for his album called Gemini, for his album, Gemini Rights, he got a, he had released a few songs off the album. I haven't had a chance to check that out, but Cardi B dropped a single recently called Hot Shit, which was pretty, um, pretty good. He had a, had a um, Kanye feature and a Dirk feature. Dirk still killing the feature game. That's A. Keep telling people. But hey, anyways, and then Gucci Man had a, um, Gucci had another single coming out recently called All These Chains, featuring Lil Baby. And shout out to Gucci. He's still doing it for, keep putting on. For he, hey, Gucci's on one of those people. Hey, but yeah, he also did a shout out to YSL, Gunner, and pretty much everybody who's Pooh who's, 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 who, who, who is on his 1017 label. He pretty much, all the, all the artists that he, Knows who he fucks with in the rap game that are like that. We pretty much gave him a shout out. So pretty much, yeah, check that out. And yeah, usually, now that I have Spotify, I usually don't even, for our New Music Fridays, when it'd be like New Music Release or the Release Radar, I just go to, um, I just go to Spotify and check out the New Music Friday like that on the playlist I got. Yeah, because Spotify, they, they did the motherfucking thing with that. Apple Music need to step his shit up for real for how they do new music and stuff. But yeah, that's pretty much the the new music alert. So yeah, we gonna we gonna go from we gonna go from five to one. So I think that's the best way. But yeah, all right. At number five, at number five we got Lil Wayne. And for me, for number five, it was tough because it was either Wayne. Or Jay Z, but I gave the edge to um, I gave the edge to Wayne more for um, for one. I like I I don't. It's not that I don't hate Jay Z, but I just um, mm, Jay Z. It's like uh, Jay Z had a profound success, multiple number one albums. I think he had like six, but that was um, 
when his when his when he was like having that great run of successive albums, number one six numbers like I think he had like six number one platinum. I don't know, but um, it was before like I started listening to music like that, so I didn't really, and I didn't really um, it's a few, but I do it's it, there are songs by Jay Z that I like, but in my opinion, I think from the time that I was raised in the music when I was growing up, I would, I would listen. I heard more of Wayne, so I kind of, kind of gave Wayne has the edge because yeah, he Wayne had both. Both Lil Wayne and Jay Z had crazy runs, and they both have incredible work ethics. They both can split. They both can rap, storytell, everything. They both they are both great artists. But for me, I'll give that to Wayne again. Like I said, I listen more to Lil Wayne than Jay Z, and not this is not to take anything away from Jay Z. Even though, in my personal opinion, Nas is better than Jay Z, but still, I think more more people feel like, um, well. More people give the edge of for to Jay Z over Nas because not a few of Nas's albums were not the best according to people's eyes. I liked them myself, but I guess that's more because I'm a Nas fan. But Hove had more um, like his albums were reviewed better than the public, and he had that's how I guess he got like multiple number one to platinum by selling albums, et cetera, et cetera. But again, I'm not talking about Jay Z. We talking about Lil Wayne and the crazy run he goes on with the Carters. Mixtape Wayne with um, No Ceilings. Now, let's see what else uh, Mixtape Wayne um, did. But no, he had No Ceilings, The Rebirth. Well, I'm just giving up going through his discography. He had the No Ceilings mixtapes. He had I'm Not a Human Being. He had um, Rebirth, the, the Carter series, which is some of my favorite Wayne, and and kill, uh, Countless Features, et cetera, et cetera. Not et cetera, et cetera, but countless features. Um, and so I, just, yeah, I give the edge to Lil Wayne. And when I first, when I first heard Lil Wayne, when I started first checking out Lil Wayne, it was um, it was BT One Hundred Six in Park, and uh, it was uh, Fireman that came on, and I was like, oh, that's what really started made me start listening to Wayne. And yeah, so I give the edge to Wayne, like I said, and from his, and also the only, and uh, in the rap game to me, it's like you um. You get put on, you make you make some good music, et cetera, and then you find your successors. And Lil Wayne's successors, which is Nicki Minaj and and Drake, compared to Jay Z's successors, which you could say was um, Kanye West, uh, Kanye West and Rihanna, because they they have all all these artists: Kanye West, Rihanna, um, Nicki Minaj, Drake. They've all had profound success, so they've Wayne and Jay-Z both found good successors, which is a, a huge props to them. But also, like, there's the one thing um, about Wayne that the only thing about Wayne that I don't like is how he, uh, when he, we did his mixtape series, you would just, like, like Prime Wayne, on, when he was on his run, he was just, his work ethic is also something that isn't talked, is, is um, which is, like, gives him, like, uh, how do I say this? Huge brownie points because his work ethic, man, he, I've heard stories from artists, I would say, like, they got a verse from Wayne in, like, 10 minutes, he don't even have to, his pen game is crazy, he doesn't even have to write his lyrics, he just, it just comes out from the dome, and sometimes it's a good thing, sometimes I feel like it's a bad thing because in his later work, in his later work, um, like, uh, 
like his last Carter Five album, and I didn't really like. Well, I didn't really like, but it was a few songs I did like. And so, but and it was it was a lot of um, anticipation for the Carter Five, which I was I was hyped for because it was it was features he was on. I was it was just like a lot of hype, and it was I think it was a lot of legal issues too. Trying to get the Carter Five, I think it was like Birdman and stuff. So it was, it got kind of, got nasty between, well, like legal issues and stuff. So it kind of, put a, pause on giving the Carter Five would be released. But in my personal opinion, the Carter Five that he released, I don't think that was the actual Carter Five that he was going to release. I think he just made a whole scratched everything and made a whole new Carter Five. Cause it just, it just, yeah. To me, that's just my, that's just my opinion. I think it happened. It's still. The Carter Five said, um, it wasn't as much replayability besides a few songs, so, yeah, and then, yeah, so, I'll give the, I'll give, like I said, i give top number five, and the consists Mount Rush top five current artists, even though Wayne isn't, even though Wayne or Jay-Z isn't as active, active, they're still, everything they've done in this generation, from when they first got in the game, and Longevity, eight, longevity projects, work ethic, ability to spit, storytelling, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I'm gonna give, let me give the edge to Wayne. And then, at number four, we're gonna as we moving right on along. Number four, I will give number four to Kanye West. Yep, Kanye West. The Kanye West is, Kanye West is a crazy crazy um it's a crazy story himself i don't know if y'all seen the netflix um the netflix spirit the netflix documentary they made about Kanye west i think it was called jesus and when i first seen the documentary um i was i had planned to make an episode about like we we're talking about the um documentary because Kanye, but despite despite um how a lot of people might feel about Kanye, i view view his Music wise versus whatever he does in his personal life, I try to keep them like separated to like not be biased. But however you feel about Kanye West, whatever he does, whatever musically, he is he is a genius. He is a producer and a rapper. And coming out when he came out, like at first when I first heard of Kanye West, I just thought he was a producer. But then when I hear him spitting and stuff like um in that um like do the Oh, it's it's a lot because Kanye West he Kanye West went through a lot of adversity because if you watch the documentary he he went I think like a lot of artists he had a lot of ups and downs when he was first starting out like he was signed and then when he was finally signed to Jay Z's I forgot the name of Jay Z's and Dame Dash's label but when he was finally signed to the label like they was more wanting him to still because they they've signed him with the thought that he'll be a producer and they was wanting him to stick to producing versus rapping and then he finally um. And he wanted to do both because he's he felt like he could do both, etc. And um, so yeah, and then it was like, and then he uh, after he was signed to his label when he, the first label did he was, he signed with Jay Z, etc., etc. And then um, he got into the car accident, which is famous, and he released a famous single through the wire, and he was playing through the wire for um, you remember watching the documentary on seeing playing through the wire, um, for people like on the radio, and they would just like people at the label they would. They would let him like play the song, but they I guess they just weren't impressed. So I was just it was the come up for Kanye was was crazy coming from Chicago. I think I would say Kanye was one of the first 
was yeah one of the first art because he came before Chief Keefe. Yeah, Kanye was one. Of, I say Kanye was one definitely one of the first artists to put Chicago on the map. So shout out to Kanye for that. And it, it really took him a long time to get to where he was from where he started. It was a lot of ups and downs, crazy things happening. And Kanye West, he's like his first three albums were like his first. His freshman album is, is like, because usually his artists have, like, they will have one, their freshman album, which is their, their, their debut studio album. The album would be great. And then, like, their sophomore album sometimes, with a lot of artists, sometimes it flops and go up in the air, and then, then they respond with their third album, which sometimes might be better. Then their sophomore album, which is their second album, sometimes it might be worse than their second album, which, it just, which happens. But for Kanye, he went from the college dropout uh, which is one great album to the late registration was another great album to graduation. That's three for three. And like for for well, first things first, you know, talk about college, the college dropout, which you got all falls down. Jesus walks, never let me down. Get him hot. These I'm going off some of my favorite songs. Get him hot. Slow jams where he got that feature with Twister and Jamie Fox. And I remember when they was on that documentary when they was recording this song. They had a little clippets of that and that. And then Through the Wire, again, like I said, that famous song from <clears throat> from the famous song from when he got in the car accident and pretty much his whole jaw was, like, wired shut or whatever. Like, it was real bad. And then um, Last Call another one, is another um, one of my songs I like. And then the two words he got with Most Def. Most Def is also in the song. So, yes, yeah, that's one great album. That's, that was his freshman album. It took him a long time for them to, for his label to green like that album. Long time, which is really crazy. Then he followed the then he followed the college dropout with late registration, which is another banger of an album. Touch the sky, gold digger, diamonds from Sierra Leone. We major had a nice feature which I loved. Diamonds, oh yeah, I already said diamonds from Sierra Leone. Roses, um, yeah, just a really great album. Another another. Album I received was received generally well from the public. I think he he, he received Grammys from this album. He got one of the Grammys for like best rap album for this album. Late registration. I'm pretty sure it was a college dropout. I'm not factually sure. I don't have the facts in front of me. And then graduation, which was after um, graduation, which was after um, after the after late registration. And so, yeah, when I first heard Kanye, I think the first song that I heard by Kanye West was, probably was Gold Digger. I ain't even gonna lie. And, and then I, no, no, the first song I heard by Kanye West when I had my MP3 was um, Jesus Walks. And then it was probably Gold Digger. So, yeah. And, and, and it was, and like the way Kanye has been able to age and able to change his sound throughout the years, he like, Someone was saying um, the way Kanye, he's always able to innovate, like change things. That's what makes him so great. And then he like keeps it up. He, after graduation, he has my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. He has the life of Pablo. Like the life of Pablo is one. Of, I think life of Pablo is one of my favorite. It is my favorite. My favorite album by Kanye. And he also follows it up. With, oh, 808s and heartbreak. I forgot all about that. He followed that up after graduation. And then, which is another innovative groundbreaking album and then he has my beautiful dark twisted fantasy which is another one run away like the the bangers and bang the, the hits on hits on hits on hits it, it it never ends like kanye's bag is is really deep it's really crazy and he has 
And then I would say, and then he has Jesus too. And then he also has the heavily received, heavily acclaimed. It was a lot of, a lot of hype behind Donda, which me personally, I'm not the biggest fan of Donda. But apparently a lot of other people, there are a few good songs. He has a few good, like, bangers like Praise God and then a few other songs. But, like, which a lot of, like, Praise God thing are famous through, like, viral through TikTok. Because, like, even if you're not ready for the day, it will not always be night. And then that, like, that intro and then that beat. Yeah, so I don't like, personally, overall, I don't like Donda. It's not one of my favorite albums by Kanye. Because for me, personally, he just got too many features. And he doesn't need all those features. I feel like it was just like a, a soundtrack movie ass album, which is most of the time, yeah. Which is I didn't really like that. We're just gonna leave it at that. But yeah, um, and then I'm gonna get back into the life of Pablo because another thing, like when the life of Pablo, when that first released, like I don't know if a lot of people remember, but I remember because I wanted I wanted that song, but I was listening to that song on the album on YouTube because. Since um, how Jay-Z did it, it was, like, exclusively, when it first released, it was exclusively released through Tidal. And Tidal was, uh, like, how Apple Music and Spotify, but that's a music subscription, but it was, like, way more. Like, Tidal was, like, thirteen ninety nine, and this was when I was in broke college student, so I was like, nah. I was just, I was just trapping it, <laughs> trapping the album off YouTube and playing um, Ultralight Beam and Father Stretch My Hands and Part 2 and Famous and low lights hot freestyle part four i love kanye waves the wolves no more parties in la fade saint pablo like that album is just so much hype around and it was that album was like well-deserved hype one of my favorite albums of all time by kanye west like that man is just he's a musical genius and that's crazy i don't like to throw on that genius term but like hearing how they was talking, I was like, um, yeah, some YouTube video I seen how they was, what well, they were saying how Kanye was able to just, how he's able to always ex- evolve his sound and man, he really is, and you can just tell like the production, like how great, how he that man's just, that man's just, despite what you think about him, that man is a great artist, a hell of an artist, and you can't knock away, you can't knock, can't knock him for that. And let's see what else, let's see what else kind of notes. Let me take a look. Yeah, favorite um, beautiful torch was a fantasy. Some yeah, some of my favorite songs I already said. My thoughts on Donda, the life of Pablo, and then also and then like you know how I said how he revolutionized the sound. This this man went to I was gonna say this nigga, but this man went from hip hop. He said, "All right, I'm done with making hip hop albums. I'm gonna make gospel albums." And when I first when I first heard that, I was just like, "Oh man, this man this this the fame done got to him a little bit." But um, it was actually um, I actually like the first time I heard it, first listen. I guess I didn't really like it much. But he has a he has albums with like whole church choirs that he just makes, and like the um, Jesus is King album which released in twenty nineteen, which was I was me personally. It took me a while to actually listen to it because first I was like nah man, just stick to um, making hip hop. I was, but then again it was it's a few songs that I like. So actually it was it just goes to show you how good Kanye is at expanding his sound and. Going from graduation to the 808s and heartbreak, and from 808 and heartbreak to 808 and heartbreak to beautiful dark Trust of fantasies and dark Trust of fantasies to life of Pablo, yay, Jesus, oh Jesus, uh, I forgot, Jesus was another one of underrated um 
Kanye album, which you got real politically crazy. I remember um, Blood on the Leaves. That was, I think that was the first time I heard off that album, and I was riding around with some friends or something, and that's when I heard it. I was like, ooh, what is this song? Let me go ahead and find out this one so I can get the down, download on this one. Because he was like, oh. <coughs> he got... <coughs> He got kind of hella political, <coughs> excuse me. He got hella political, made some bolts. Well, yeah, just go check it out. Just go check out that album, Jesus. And then, so, like, he went from, he re- he really went from, like, hip-hop to gospel back to hip-hop. And he still incorporated a little bit of his sound in the gospel, in the gospel albums he did create. And then he has, like, multiple gospel albums. I'm pretty sure he's going to make some more. It just goes into the how great he is. Musically genius, and then also him in fashion, and like I think people forget like like um, how he was how he was once bankrupt, and he goes from bankruptcy to becoming like wealthier than Jay Z, which is crazy because Jay Z in his own right has his own things. He has multiple investments and stuff that he's did. Multiple he sold his shares in the Nets and everything. He's a billionaire, and Jay Z is not too shabby financially himself. But for so for Kanye to go from for Kanye to go from bankrupt to a multi billionaire is is really crazy. And because Kanye has his music, he has his fashion, like his Yeezys and the Adidas fashion deal, and multiple endorsements. And it's, it's so it's really crazy to me because I was like when I when I first seen it, it was a while ago when I news came out because. Yeah, and then it was like, um, and then when he first realized, he was like, he made how he did that little text thread with Drake and Jay-Z, and was, he said how he was richer than both of them or something like that. I was like, wow, this man is, this is a wild man. Yeah, and he I, overall, he's just like one of the best artists. Like, you could just look, I know his discography is kind of like Wayne and like fell off, like, in my opinion, just towards the later years, like with Donda, but it like, and then we like, um, and now, and now, I know how how I said um he was on the um, Cardi B hot shit um he had a verse on that with Lil Durk and Cardi B and uh, on that feature he was like he was going back he was in his bag with the drill the drill type feature so yeah it's like Kanye's bag is just like deep and he and, and it just gets better with age so it's like it's really crazy because this man's about damn near damn a little over fifty or finna be fifty or hitting that fifty ish range so it's like the fact that he's able to hit that drill. That drill hit hit a drill feature, which is like up and coming drill trap rap, on on um that song with um Cardi B is is really crazy and just shows how much he's continuing to evolve with his music. All right, so enough with enough enough with Kanye West. We gonna get to number three. <laughs> now the top three. Now it's gonna now it's gonna get a little crazy in terms of the order. At number three, we have we have. OVO thing, it's OVO thing, eh? It's Canada's Canada's one and only, eh? It's Drake from Canada, six god, eh? Well, six god things, eh? <laughs> All right, let me chill. I'm not from Canada, but Drake, yes, he he is. Like I said, how Wayne has his successes with Nicki Minaj, Drake was one of those successes, and Drake came from Drake came from being from Aubrey Graham being the kid on the wheelchair on the grassy to like the number one. Like Drake is Drake as an artist and like like the top th- like I'd say of this of this generation he's the number one artist in terms of what he can do with his sound how he can work with different types of 
John, he just released a house album, like a, how do they call it a house album, but it's like alternative dance type album, like honestly, never mind, and I like that album, at first, at first I was like, when I first heard, when I first heard it, I was like, what the fuck is this, and didn't really pay it much, and then you know how it's like, you have to, I've learned you have to like, go back to re-listen, to see how it really is, because like, after first listen, you can, you can like, I think, if, if you're trying to listen to an album and you hear people's opinions that say, I was whack, blah, 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 um, then you you probably go into listening to the album if you ever do listen to it or give it a chance with the with with what pe- other people have said in the back of your head. So if like people have already said they didn't like it and you just and you just start playing, you just and with, with what people have told you, I feel like that kind of plays into how you view it too. And so I was like, at first listen, I didn't really like it. Though. That's why it's like how albums age and going back to re-listen after the besides the first few listens, you really gotta see it. That's when you can tell. Like if it's a real good project or not, because a lot of times you can it would be good at first here, but then going back to it, just doesn't. You just sounds like a lot of similar songs, so you just doesn't have a lot of replay value. But honestly, never mind. I'd say that was better than, and honestly, never mind came out of nowhere. So I and I'd say that's better than CLB, which is people knew about. People knew CLB was coming. I didn't like CLB at all. No matter how much I replayed it, besides a few songs, and that was the songs he had features with Twenty One and. And the, um, there was another song who he got real crazy with the pin game. Um, I forgot the name of it. Let me look it up real quick. Drake. Shit, excuse me. Yeah, Way Too Sexy, which was, he had pretty much some good hit singles and bangers, but other than that, it was just a lot of, a lot of, um, like, similar to Donna, just a lot of, a lot of fluff. And some of my favorite, like, yeah, um, 7 a.m. on Brittle Path is like one of the that's like one of the best songs off the album, and then he had the um, then he had Way Too Sexy, which is another club banger. So it's like out of Certified Lover Boy, it's honestly like only a handful of songs that I come back to and like. So yeah, with Drake, but going back to the good Drake when um when he when he was first coming out from um when he started with Thank Me Later and Thank Me Later and Take Care. Like, Thank Me was his freshman album. I call it an album. I think some people still say mixtape, but I say it's an album. And then he would hit him with Take Care. And then after Take Care, nothing was the same. To me, a lot of, to me, for Drake, um, people be like, Take Care was the better album versus Nothing Was the Same. But me, I feel like Nothing Was the Same was the better album because Take Care was a good album, don't get me wrong. But Take Care, I feel like Take Care was just more, more like, um, Reminiscing lover boy type, he missing, missing her, missing him, missing her, etc. Like more like, um, more like vibe, more like shit, vibe songs. Well, not vibe songs, but just like shit songs that put you in your feelings or something. And then take nothing was the same was better because he had he had he had a little bit of everything. He had the he had the bops. He had. A little bit of get you in your feelings from time to, from time with Janae Aiko and hold on we're going home connect the language but he also had uh, 305 to my city which is shout out to Toronto I'm guessing that's what that is and then he had Pound Cake which is one of my favorite songs we had Jay Z with a feature Pound Cake Paris Morton music only real music's gonna last all that other bullshit is here today and gone tomorrow then he also had come through all me like. That album is damn near no skips. Wu Tang forever. Shout out to Wu Tang. Started from the bottom. The 
club bang, like worst behavior. I think yeah, worst behavior's on that album too. Like, and it was like when I first heard that, it was like one song. I don't know, can never remember. The name, I think it was, it was something that was. I think it was one song. I can't. I remember what the name of it, but I heard. I was like, man, and it was, it was a song that I wasn't one of the songs that I'd already listed. I don't know what song it was, and but when it's a song which it's a song that you know when you hear, you'll know it. But yeah, overall. But yes, Drake, and and then then and then you followed up. Nothing was the same. With if you're reading this, it's too late. Which was another thing which came out of nowhere. And like if you're reading this, it's too late. Was one of my favorites. So yeah, Drake had a cre- an incredible one, two, three, four. You could say four for like his top, like his first four projects. LP his first four projects were damn near a success. And then he, and then views which people I like views views is one of, another one of my I say I say nothing was the same views and um, take and if you're reading this is too late then take care will be like my top some of my top Drake albums but views is views had nothing but the summer vibes I remember views because I was views came out the summer I was before I went to basic and I was just like man and I don't know why people don't like views so much. I've said this a few times, but like keep the family close, nine, Western Road flows, with you, redemption. He got that faith with, with the the late Pimp C, R P Pimp C and Future. Oh no, not oh no, it's division and um Faith was really the division features were really put me on with division. Well with yeah, with division. How it started making me listen to division more because if you listen to that song, you you'll see the um, you'll see like how yeah why you why if you haven't heard of Division before you should check that out. And then he had the summer vibes with one dance with Wizkid, and this is yeah. And then he had Grammys, Child's Play, Too Good, Summer's Over Interlude, Fire and Desire. Views like I honestly do not see how people do not like this album. This album is full of Drake in his bag. Like what? You got Drake rapping, you got Drake on that mellow vibes, you got Drake on the R&B type shit, like, it is, it is really just crazy. But yeah, like I said, kind of like similar to, similar to Wayne, similar to Drake, it's crazy, like, I wouldn't say fall off, because, uh, when, um, because when I say Drake started falling off, it was a little bit after Scorpion, when he released Scorpion, because Scorpion was, Scorpion had a few, pretty much kind of like CLB, is kind of, oh, this is, uh, Scorpion was like, all right, Drake. It's kind of like, mm, I didn't really like Scorpion. It was a few songs, like Final Fantasy, March 14th. I think that's when, like, he had the, this is when he had the, um, around this time he had the beef of Pusha T about him having a son and stuff, et cetera, et cetera. But, yeah, Scorpion, it just wasn't, I didn't really like, it wasn't, it wasn't terrible, but it wasn't just, like, was like what I was used to seeing from Drake. And then I, this this one I say he kind of fell off. This was after he had the more life, and more life I liked a little bit too much features for my taste, but I still it was still a great project. And then when I say Drake started falling off, I would say I would give he started falling off at at the Dark Lane demo tapes because I don't really like that at all. Besides um, one song, only like one song off that, which was the Chicago Freestyle, and that's pretty much like my favorite for Chicago Freestyle and War. Like, the only two songs I'll go back to, if ever you do that. So, yeah, and then, and then let's not, can't forget about the, when he had the, Drake was had the beef with Meek Mill, which was crazy, because, it's crazy because, 
that was like how Drake, Drake don't write his, his music. He has a ghostwriter writing it. And now I've realized like a lot of people in the music industry, even though they do have ghostwriters or have people like write a, help them write a song, that doesn't take away from their pen game, which took me a while to realize because when it, after um, that whole thing came out, I kind of like lost a little credibility for Drake. I'm like, man, if he's making this good music, but he's not writing it, you can't really give him props. So that was, but I was when I, that's when I had that thought process. But now that I know that, because now that I've heard and I've heard and confirmed that he, he does writing, he does, and his, his pen game, is, indeed, he does do that. He doesn't just have a ghostwriter. He also ghostwrites for other artists. So this is really crazy because a lot of people, a lot of artists, they have, they're actually like hired ghostwriters who write songs for artists. But anyway, yeah. But back to Drake. So, yeah, some of the top albums, like his first three, four albums, yeah, Thank Me Later, which is Fireworks, Karaoke, Fancy, fun, yeah, Shut It Down, Unforgettable, yes, Find Your Love, Thank Me Now, great album. Followed that up with Take Care, which is another great album. Then it followed that up with Nothing Was the Same. Nothing Was the Same, and then that Nothing Was the Same, and if you're reading this, it's too late. That run, and then all the features in between, everything in everything in between there and there like that that was just like prime drake and now like similar to kanye he's like evolving his sound he when he released honestly never mind um it was like out of nowhere and it was when it, like the release was out of nowhere and like this was just drake just evolving into a different like trying to like change his sound and he was he even acknowledged it himself he was like a lot of y'all not, might have to, it might take y'all a while to catch up. To, that means, like, get used to. And, like, for me, it was, for me, yeah, and, and, and that, he was right because that was definitely the case for me because, like, when I first heard it, it was just, when I first heard it, I don't know if I had the mindset that I wasn't going to like it already, but I was like, let me go back and listen to it. And then when I really started listening to it, like, wow, this is actually kind of nice. Like, text go green, calling my name, currents, sticky. That is, like, one of my favorite. Like, they went into the, whenever they made Sticky, they, like, even they said on the song, we was not supposed to make something this, it wasn't supposed to be this good, but they made it this, because, like, Sticky, it was, like, wow. Like, again, the only thing that I don't like about Sticky was the um, police sirens, which is, I'm very in favor of removing police sirens from songs, because I, when, I, when I was listening to Sticky again, I was, I was speeding on I-30 tr- trying to get back to the crib and heard the police sirens and it was dark and I was like man I know you fucking lying I thought I was finna get pulled over but it was just a song so I, after that I, I had to like yeah I had to turn it off then I turned it back on but yeah Sticky and Jimmy Cooks it's like a lot of people criticize this album because he didn't rap a lot or it wasn't on his like slowed up vibes he was just on like house music type vibes which is just like dance and all, the alternative which is, which is really crazy because he's not known for this at all even though he's known for his Evolution and his ability to change lanes, because I remember he he uh, he did he had a feature with um, Rose uh, I forgot his name but I'm not I don't want to say it, but it was um, a Spanish artist so he can his diversity his bag Drake's bag is like Kanye's bag it is deep and I feel like nothing with honestly never mind with honestly never mind he he did a good job transitioning to a dance so he might have a feature with this because when he re- after he released. Certified Lover Boy, I was like, man, Drake fell off hard because I was just like, this album ain't it at all. But um, so yeah, and then 
was I finna say? Oh, the um, yeah, the care package, which was pretty much mixtape Drake, which that's old Drake. So yeah, and then we just gonna talk about how, how ugly that certified lover boy um, album cover is. It's just terrible. Like it's just it's just terrible, terrible. But yeah, and then also it was like um, before certified lover boy it was like that laugh now cry later. That song he had with Lil Durk, which was one of those radio bops which was i feel like it was overplayed because i'm a fan i'm a fan of the song like when i first heard it but man when like when com- like when industries which is something we covered in another episode with when i feel like when radio stations just overplay songs it just like kind of ruins the value like they play it a lot people hear it a lot but for me it's just like you hear it so many times like you just want to hear something else especially and that, i heard it a lot when i was on the radio when i was like at work or something so kind of like after a while, I was like, man, I'm tired of hearing this song because it was like hella overplayed. It was, but it was it was a good it was a good song. It was a good single, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So yeah. So we had we had the five at we had a little recap. We had Wayne at five, which honorable mention to Jay Z, and then at four we had Kanye West, and then at three we had Drake. And before we get into two and one, I am going to do. We're going into the, the highly anticipated Song of the Day segment. And for Song of the Day, we got ASAP Ferg featuring Playboy Cardi. Madman, see if y'all see if y'all fuck with it. featuring Playboy Cardi, Mad Man. And that was that's one of the few features or a few songs with Cardi that I do like. Yeah, I'll get into it that but yeah, hopefully I don't get into any infringement or copyright issues with how I do song today. I shouldn't because it's just playing from my it's just playing from it's just playing from my phone. I'm not making any money off this. But anyway, but yeah, song of the day. If you like if you like that um little snippet I'd say check it out. One of um one of, ASAP, one of my favorite albums by ASAP Ferg. But yeah, Madman, ASAP Ferg, featuring Playboy Cardi, check it out. We gonna get straight to it with number two. Number two. Who we got at number two? It's only a few. It's only, it's really only, a, it's really only two people who y'all, who would be in the top two. And it's like, yeah. Anyway, anyway, at number two, we got Jermaine. Jermaine from Fayetteville, North Carolina, or whatever part of North Carolina he from. But anyway, we got J. Cole at number two. Jermaine Cole. Jermaine. Jermaine. Yes, J. Cole. And I'll admit, too, for J. Cole, um, it took, like, I, like when I say, when I first started listening to music, I didn't, like, listen to music seriously. Like, my first few years in college and stuff, I was, like, whenever I heard a song, uh, I'd be like, hey, hey, yo, who is this? And that was, I'd be like, hey, who is this? Get this name and song, la, la, la. And when, I, and when I first got put on a J. Cole, it was around... It was twenty. It was after twenty fourteen Forest Hills Drive was released. So it was like twenty fifteen. Like some of my friends from college, that we were like, 
ride around playing music, and they be playing, playing J. Cole, like No Role Models and Wet Dreams and Ultra Adolescence, Cello Two Cities, Nice Watch, Run It. Like, get off my dick. Like, Saint Tropez. Like, this album is fucking. This album is one of J. Cole's best albums. No skips at all. Very great everywhere. And this is this is when I first got put on to J. Cole. I was like, wow, this man came out of little note because I remember. It's not. I say it's not the first time because I remember um, him on Cold World Sideline Story. It was um, whichever song I played on the radio a lot um, with Missy Elliott. Yeah, nobody's perfect. And yeah, nobody's perfect and work out. It was like so. I guess I've had I had heard of him, but I just didn't really keep up with him until again after I heard after I heard 2014 Forest Hills Drive is when that's when I really started pick. That's when I really started listening. Started looking out for him, etc. I was on, I was on his release. I was, I was on, I was trying to, pretty much just trying to keep up with whatever all the music he re- released, like everything. And then he had his um, man's For Your Eyes Only, which is another, which is one of my favorite personal albums because it's just so, it's just so personal, and he he gets into everything. It's just so personal, and it's just a great album for, for the for whom the bell tolls. Immortal, deja vu, vile mentality. She's mine. He he even did a um, sample with, or I don't know if, well, pretty much anyway. Then Change, Neighbors, which is the neighbors think of selling dope. And motherfucker, I am. I am. That's, that's my favorite song off that. And I feel like the neighbors is like that, um, that clip is like that hit for the album, like that hit single. And neighbors, I feel when he was like, the, the mother, neighbors think I'm selling dope. And motherfucker, I am. When, I, when he said that, I think that's like, I think he's saying his music is like dope, and that's what he's selling. That's I'm pretty sure that's like not really going over anybody's head, but that's always what I've always thought. And when I, and when I heard that, I just like, oh. But yeah, and that's like my favorite. Like she's mine, part two, fold and close. For your eyes, it just got like so personal. It was, it was. I, th- I think it was addressed to a, a friend's. A friend's daughter of his and his friend, like he addressed it in the song. A friend was killed or something. And it was like he addressed how things had got to change, and it was just like Four Your Eyes Only was just so good. And then he doesn't, and then and then he just like for like because for Cole it's crazy. Like when Cole first came out, people knew about him because he had the um, he was signed. I think he was signed to Jay Z. He had the Born Center. He had Born Center in the Cole world. And it was like those were good albums, but they didn't like release him into like the top. He wasn't released in like he didn't catapult himself into like the upper echelon until he started going on that crazy feature run, which he had, which I think started off with the Twenty One Savage, um, the Twenty One Savage um, feature. Oh, I forgot the name a lot, a lot. Yeah, the Twenty One Savage feature a lot. Then <coughs> he was killing like everybody's feature. Like he killed every single feature he went on, and this was, this was after the KOD, which is another good J Cole album. After Kids on Drugs, like when he went on that feature run, it was just he just went dummy. Like he went stupid, stupid. And then yeah, like he. Just, but we're first, we're gonna get back to that. First, we're gonna talk about mixtape Cole because mixtape Cole, which I like, I said I was late to start listening to J Cole. So mixtape call I checked out way later, it, like after I started was a fan. I was like when I downloaded SoundCloud and Audio Mac because that's pretty much the only place you can get mixtapes. When I was to listen to the Warm Up and Friday Night Lights and yeah, those two mixtapes right there was like something. Also, I was like, man, this guy, 
this guy's really nice. He's like, he, cause Jake, like, when I first, when J. Cole went on, cause like, J. Cole was just known to just like, I would say just to, he wasn't known to just like, pop his shit and stuff, but when he went on the, when he went on the feature run, he just like, killed every single feature he was on. Like, you, he just elevated every single feature. I don't even remember all of, all the features he was on. I just know he was on a crazy amount of features. He released some singles himself. Middle Child, he just, that's when he really got to like, popping his shit. He was on, um, I know for, uh, he was on that black um, East Atlanta, East Atlanta Love Letter album. He had, um, I forgot, the, oh shit, excuse me. I forgot the name of the song, but yeah. And then he also, then he he didn't stop there after he had his crazy um, run with singles and stuff. He had the, and then before then he had some heavily acclaimed singles before he went on the crazy feature run with Everybody Dies and False Prophets. A lot of people feel like um, False Prophets, he was taking shots at Kanye. I think so too Because that's when Kanye was like Doing things outside of music Which was like Doing crazy things Which I'm pretty sure Unless you've just been living under a rock You know But yeah And then he had the And then And then upcoming This was like Built a whole lot of Anticipating to his upcoming album The Off Season Which was like That was his That's his latest album Which was a great album In my opinion One of my I enjoyed the album a lot I go back to it From time to time 95 South Amari my life, which is another crazy J Cole. When J Cole and Twenty One Savage link up and make a feature, they just it just shows that they just. I think um I think Twenty One Savage brought that brought that dog out of Cole a little bit when they be in the studio. I'm 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 gonna just be honest because yeah I think yeah that's just that's just random a random take. But yeah, and then that's punching the clock a hundred mil. Pride is the devil. And like and he goes and like with and he goes bar for bar with like little baby. He like he goes up there and like little baby he he can rap his ass off even though little baby um he's in the trap generally like he's generally known for like making the trap music he's not known for hip hop rap storytelling et cetera et cetera like little baby can do that and like he goes to show you on pride is the devil and then he has let go of my hand the interlude the humback hunger on hillside like the album is damn near no skips itself besides like one I'd say one minimal skip um, so a great album there and. And then he also, like, before he released that, he released The Climb Back and then Lion King on Ice, which just got me anticipated for the album even more. So, yes, yeah, like, this, I would say, like, when Jermaine, when J. Cole was going on his crazy feature run, this is when the number one artist was, like, well, pretty much, but this is when pretty much the people who have viewed, like, the, this is when a lot of people, this is when the person who, was, who I have as number one, which he was silent, and this is when he was like dipped off the face of the earth. Hell, I'm talking about Kendrick Lamar. So, boom, spoiler alert. And, uh, oh my god, yeah. So, what was I saying? Yeah, so, um, sorry, I got had a brief, uh, brief little pause, but back at it. But, yeah, um, this is when after this is J. Cole went on his crazy feature, and after Kendrick Lamar dropped damn, and this is when Kendrick Lamar was just quiet, 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 and man, this is like. This was like J. Cole's time. This was like pretty much it. He had a nice little time to shine the show. Uh, to prove, to prove, in my opinion, that he belonged with the, the greats of the greats. He could hang up there with Kendrick Lamar, which, in my opinion, he can. From hearing everything he, from hearing, from, hearing, from like being, from, from hearing his whole body of work, his whole discography, hearing him all in, hearing him all, <coughs> hearing him all in his features, hearing him all in his mixtape days. I was like this. So from like when I first heard Cole to 
my views, my view, opinions on Cole back then. So it's his now. He is like definitely ascended himself from like top top ten for sure, but like definitely in top five, top three. I have him at number two. So yes, shout out to Jermaine Cole. And um, finally, again, I was before I get to the number one artist. Again, I was talking about like J Cole and his singles. Like another hour. one of one of my favorite. It was like a single slash freestyle, like the album of the year freestyle. That was when he really was like how I said he was talking and shit, et cetera, et cetera. So yeah. But anyway, enough about we're moving on from J. Cole. We're gonna have number one, how pretty much pretty much I already said who number one is. Uh I dude, it was it was a it was a big back and forth, but in the end I ended up back and forth between having J. Cole at number one versus having Kendrick Lamar at number one despite Kendrick Lamar having like a five year absence. Uh man, it was hard but I still have to give I have to give the edge to Kendrick Lamar. I have to give the edge to Kendrick Lamar because his whole body of work, like ever since he came on the stage from um let me look off. Good Kid Mad City. Ever since like Good Kid Mad City was so great. That album that album right there was it was just I think that was I think it was like his debut studio album I don't know for sure don't quote me on that but like the whole album Good Kid Bad City like Bitch Don't Kill My Vibe Backseat Freestyle The Art of Peer Pressure Money Trees Poetic Justice Drake Feature Good Kid Bad City Swim Pools Drink which is talking about um, I think it's talking about like people getting um People get take advantage of because they drink too much. People roofing and they drink. He like he was like, Kendrick came on the scene making conscious rap that people still bob their head to because a lot of times when you make conscious music and stuff, it only is like only like the actual hip hop heads will listen to it. Like the, I feel like the majority of today's youth or they might not like it because it's like conscious. They want to listen to turn up music, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So for him to do that as his first studio, I'm gonna make it sound as good as it did. Like, like he has just been, no skips at all, no skips at all. Compton, the recipe. He had Dr. Dre on the album, Black Boy Fly, Now or Never. It's a nice inspirational um, track he had with Mary J. Collect calls, swimming pools. The bonus, ext- yeah, yeah, bonus extended version of swimming pools and bitch don't kill my vibe. Like bitch don't kill my vibe. That was like, that was the anthem when the um, album first came out. Like, like for real. And then um. And then he followed up, then he followed up Good Kid, Mad City with, what album was it? I don't remember exactly the name. He followed up Good Kid, Mad City with, what did he follow it up with? Oh, The Pimper Butterfly, which is another great album. That was way, that was more, way more conscious, socially conscious, like The Back of the, The Black of the Berry for Free, King Kunta, You for Sale, Hood Politics, How Much a Dollar Costs, like that was way more Politically conscience and when gang make when gang make, make me kill a nigga blacker than me hypocrites. I was if y'all know that's if y'all don't know that song that's from the black of the berries. When I heard that, like I was like, oh, he's really taking. I was like, that is like that bar is just like that bar itself is crazy for him to man. And that's like that's because Kendrick can he can get you can he can be politically. Like, make a conscious, like, make uh, how he feels about society and everything and still, like, make the song into a banger, which is, <clears throat> not everybody can do that. And, yeah, it's like, and then from really, what really, in my opinion, K. 
gave Kendrick the crown was like some like some features he just like some features you know like you get a few features on somebody's song you they want you to feature it because they think you'll be good for the song but a lot of times I'll look at features now is like does it elevate the song and some of these features it was like the control verse of course but that's not the only thing the when when I when um because I hadn't heard this the, I I know Imagine Dragons but when they got when they when Imagine Dragons got Kendrick Lamar on the Radioactive Remix feature. And I heard that, like, ever since, like, certain things, this is, like, certain things with Kendrick Lamar. And, he's, and he, was, he was flexing on the song towards the end of his feature. I was just like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. It was, it was like, because I, I hadn't heard that song. When I, when I first heard it, I was just like, oh, my. I was just like, yeah. After that, when he, he, he recorded that song, he just dropped, he just said, fuck. He said, fuck, I get better with time. I was like, oh, my God. Like. That just that just gave him the crown. Like he been had the crown because he was like even all of West Coast, like the game, all the hip hop, the game, Dr. Dre, Snoop, YG, like all the notable artists from the West Coast. They was like, yeah, they, they, I said the game, but yeah, they was like, yeah, the crown is yours. And this was like, this all happened at a concert or something. I said, I was like, it was like this was like when I was like, yeah, game recognized game, but they because they know. That Kendrick Lamar is like considerably better than them in terms of how he's able to make music and stuff. But yes, Kendrick Lamar had "Damn" to "Pimp a Butterfly," "Good Kid, Mad City," and then he had the Black Panther album. And then he also had the Untitled um, Section Eighty. Is really awesome. Can't forget about Section Eighty, which is like mixtape. And Section Eighty, which was my favorite song from Section Eighty, was Tammy's song and ADHD. Also, fuck your ethnicity too. But yeah. Um, Tammy's song, or yeah, that was what one of my favorite from that mixtape. I had I heard of that a little bit after I think after, I think I heard that after I heard September Good Kid, Mad City. My bad. And then yeah, you also had that Untitled, Unmastered. We just 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 all, you just which is when he just released a whole bunch of Untitled songs. He did this back in 2016 just to give to his fans like eight Untitled songs, which is all great songs. Just a little nice little sum for the fans. I feel like he did. I think I think he released that because someone told him. <coughs> I think like LeBron told him like, "Hey, Kate, I need to release these unreleased songs." And Kate, I was like, "Fuck it, bet I got you, Bron." And that's how that happened. And then, yes, and then after he released that, and then felt followed that he felt released. Damn, which was damn was a really great album. A lot of people say some people say you can you can release it from one from the beginning to the end from one to fourteen. But a lot of people say you goes you can, and also. Listen to it from 14 to 1, like, because it was 14 tracks, like, reverse. And it will be the – and I when I did that, I was like, wow, this is – like, man, it's just great all around production, bars. It was just everything, like, like, blood, DNA. Like, no skips at all. DNA, loyalty, pride, humble, bitch be humble, love, lust, XXX, triple X, fear. Like, man, he was just in his bag. And then after he released Damn, like, that's when he had that – that's when he had that big, long five-year fall-off. We was just waiting when, when we would get any more Kendrick Lamar. And then, but a little bit before he released um, his latest album, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers, which is, um, we're going to get into that, but a little bit before that, he released that song, he released, like, he was radioactive, so he wouldn't, you wouldn't hear him on many features at all. And then until his cousin, Baby Keem, released some songs, and he had Kendrick Lamar on them, and he was like, new flows, be patient, brother. And then, 
So when you said that bar, that, that bar in itself, I was like, huh. So when I was when I when I came when, it, when from that bar on, I was like, oh, okay. So and I've also already seen from like interviews how he said he always tries to exp- um, evolve his sound, etc. Similar to Kanye and Drake, like he always tries to. He's always he's a perfectionist. He always he wants it to be per- similar to Dr. Dre. He's a perfectionist and. Yeah, it took him. That's what I feel like why it took him so long. And honestly, I I was mad at the way, but I was also like, I was I could understand it because sometimes it takes longer than sometimes it takes a couple years. You got to find real inspiration to just put your head in, just get to and make that man. Yeah, and so from that feature when he had said that, I was like, okay, so the new album is gonna be it's gonna be different. And then when it finally was confirmed that it was gonna be he had the album coming out, I was like, yes, it's And then when I finally heard it, I was like. It was it was different for sure, but I I liked it. It was I'm I'm not gonna say I'm biased because if it, if it's not a, if it's not a good song, I'm I'm gonna be straight up and say it's not a good song. But honestly, it was a great song. United in Grief in ninety five um, minimal skips. He featured Kodak, which is a surprise. I really on a few songs he had Kodak, which was I was surprised because I was like whoa. And, and then it's I think it um yeah Silent Hill and the interludes and. Kodak, I was like, wow, and this is like different. This is like different flow, Kodak. Cause like, you know, Kendrick told him to come to the studio, so you know he had to bring his A game. So, yeah, and then he had that crazy re cry together, which is like, that's just so innovative in the song itself. You might not like the song. You might. I when I first heard the song, I was like, man, what the fuck is going on? And then I was like, bro, this is like a lot of toxic. How a lot of people be in toxic relationships. I was like, man. So he just, so he just, just talking about. He's just like. He is so, he's so good at how he, what he, his craft is like, no one ever would ever think, you know about toxic relationship, toxic masculinity, et cetera, et cetera, but no one would think ever to like how to weigh and incorporate that, and, and um, he did it also, um, Auntie Diaries, like people, he got a lot of, he got a lot of, he got a lot of, um, a lot of, for making this, he got a lot of, I don't say it's, Bad publicity. I say all publicity. Pretty much good publicity because people's talking about your music. But like when he when they heard Auntie Diaries and they was talking about like how his mom was his aunt was a woman turned. But yeah, it was like you would never think to like how he made it so relatable to political issues in the current political climate. Like how you got the um, LGBT LGBTQ movement, et cetera, et cetera. How how he relates and it's just it was just a great body of work. It was minimal skips, and so and it was. They said it was um, it was like a two sided album. So yeah, so it was like one through nine, and then, but oh, honestly, two nine track albums all together in one album, which I loved the album, it, and it showed how he he can he still has he still has his touch. Well, um, some people might disagree, but I'd be like, I still honestly I like this. It's not his best album, but it's it's not it's not a certified lover boy. It's not a Donda. It's not, in my opinion, it's not a dud like that. It's not a J. Cole doesn't have a bad album, so I can't really say a J. Cole album. I didn't really like, but, but yeah, so. And then the Black Panther album, like, I know that that's not really, it's not really an album, like, it's like, that's given most majority, because it's for, it's for, um, it was for a movie, The Black Panther. But still, that album was pretty good. He, I think he, um, I think he had a hand in production of all that, I'm not sure, but that was definitely, <coughs> He definitely gets the credits for that album because his name was all over the album. So yeah, as we begin to wrap up, uh, we have Kendrick Lamar at number one. We have Kendrick Lamar at number one. We have J. Cole at number two. 
we have Drake at number three to round out the top three. And then round out the top five, we have Kanye West at number four. And then at number five, we have Lil Wayne. With I don't mention the Jay-Z. So, again, um, uh, no people. I'm eager to hear your thoughts on this list and what you think about it. Um, if you think people should be um, put in a different list and tell me why. I'm honestly open to having any kind of conversation about what you're thinking, et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah, go on. Let me know your thoughts on what you think of what you think about the list. You can hit me up on Instagram at Chico underscore the goat or goat underscore talk podcast. Um, DM me anything. Hit me up. See about anything. Talk about future content you want me to see me make or or something you would like to be in yourself. I'm always open to collabs, et cetera, et cetera. So yeah, and as we begin to wrap, as we begin to wind down and wrap up this episode, I would like to um, put out some positivity as we and close out the episode. I always try to do that. Like whatever you're going through, whatever you're trying to do, you got this. Me, I'm trying to find myself a better job. So I just got back from employment. The jobs I have found, uh, it's not the it's not the jobs I like. So I'm still looking to find a job that I like. So yeah, like whatever you're going through, whatever you just keep just keep grinding, just keep. Hit, just keep focused and just know that always try your best put your best foot forward um and sometimes it might be easy to fall complacent i know because it's i've been kind of complacent with this i've been kind of complacent in terms of recording trying to yeah i just been a little bit but anyway but yeah don't worry enough of that yeah you got this whatever you're going through whatever challenges life is throwing at you just know you can you can see through you can you can do it i believe it it's all love i'll try to try to promote nothing but love and positivity i feel like that's not not enough of that but yeah so until next time i'd like to thank y'all again for checking out the go talk podcast and tune in tune in next for the next episode peace cheeks out the texas hammer is out (laughs) peace you're listening to the go talk podcast